0: If you want to become financially independent, come to my seminar. Let me show you how to make the fortune you have always dreamed about. Ready? Go! What happens if you are named in Nelson Rockefeller's will? You get rich quick! Then on the line, let the game again. everybody's gonna lose, and I'm gonna win, gonna get rich quick. This is my lucky day. Oh, Ryan,
1: baby, everything will be okay. Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. This is a show where I, Josh Rubin,
2: and I, Oldenene,
1: come together once a week over a single topic, and from said topic, we come up with a truckload of ideas on how to get obscenely rich incredibly quickly. Mm -hmm. And you know what, guys? We don't charge you anything for it. We don't ask for any money up front. We don't, like so many others out there, tease you with an idea and then say, if you want to hear the rest of it, come to our seminar. We don't even have seminars. We don't believe in seminars. Unless you guys want us to do seminars, then we'll happily hit the road, come to your town, and uh, we will make a point <laughs> of doing a seminar for you. Is okay. that better? Yeah. Um. Anyway, we don't ask for any money up front, guys. And the reason we don't ask for any money up front is because we want it on the back end. Mm -hmm. We want to prove our mental prowess, the the power of our ideas. We want you to take them. We want you to action them. We We want you to find the ones that fit you like a glove, like a bespoke clothing item, and you make it happen for yourself. You get obscenely rich, and then you go, man, I can't fault this idea. I'm obscenely rich from it. I got to give these guys a little cash. And so there's no bitterness between us and you. And there's no uncomfortable conversations about how much, you know, is a good amount to give us. We've laid it out for you. We've come up with a number that we think is the right number. And what's that number, Noel?
2: That number is. 10% after you're super rich, after you are so wealthy, you say, Hey, I didn't get here on my own. These two dudes, Josh and Noel, they gave me the inspiration and not only did they give me this financial advice, they did so in the worst economy since the great depression. Yeah. The middle of a pandemic, you were unemployed, mm-hmm. eating, licking the bottom of soup cans. You. And even then, they didn't try and milk me. No. They said, take this idea for free. Yep. And after
1: you're rich, you give us 10% of everything you made getting rich. You tithe us. That's it. You tithe us. You tip us. However you want to consider it. If you're not a religious person, Mm -hmm. although after this show, you will be. You might be. (coughs) You know, consider it a tip. Yeah. A poor tip as well. Yeah. In what world is 10% a good tip? It's not, but we understand it's about volume, volume, volume. We expect you guys to be not millionaires, not billionaires, but trillionaires with a lot of these ideas. Yeah. And so we say, you know what? If we got a hundred guys to be trillionaires and they all give us 10%, you know what that makes us? Trillionaires. Yeah. Ha uh-huh. ha, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, with 10 percent of
2: infinity. Infinity. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. That's Boom. where we get them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so there you go, guys. That's it. That's the story. That's what we do. That's who we are. And now we move along with the show. Yes. Noel, I haven't seen nor spoken to you. No. In a full week, it's an actual been a full week. It has since we've communicated. It has been. How have you been, my friend? Been all right. Um,
2: you know, getting by. A little cooped up sometimes, but getting out for mm-hmm. walks. Uh, Got me thinking about something. All these people back to school. Yeah. So I went to, uh, for two years, I went to a Catholic high school in Chicago, Brother Rice. Wow and then i moved back to canada and finished high school in canada um and the the school in chicago was like more uh, i had gone to catholic grade school in canada and the high school in chicago was much more catholic than the grade school that was catholic that i went to uh-huh. right so you had to dress up there were a lot of the teachers were brothers um very strict. You had to pray at the beginning of all the classes. Did you ever get hit? Did they spank you? Oh, they they wouldn't spank you. They'd hit you. Um, and w- we had this one teacher who wasn't a brother. He was just this goof. Uh, he was he was he was a real goof, uh, and. There were a few people in the class that were just really funny people. And I don't even remember exactly how these two things started. But there became two games that people would play during the game, during the class. And one was trying to say beta in the middle of any sentence. Just slipping beta in uh-huh. In the middle of beta, the sentence, <laughs> and seeing how much you could do it without him noticing, uh huh. And the other thing was, uh, so th- we, as I said, we had to pray every day in the beginning of the class.
1: You and MC Hammer,
2: and he would get someone up every day. It would go up and down the rows to uh, lead the prayer. Which was really just you start talking and everyone else says it or maybe they don't, whatever. And so the other game was steal the prayer. (laughs) How did steal the prayer go? You go up and you just pretend you're next and you start talking. (laughs) And you steal it from whoever should be doing it. Uh Uh-huh. And if you can do it for two weeks straight without him realizing, all the better. Did anyone do that? Uh I don't know if it ever went two weeks straight because other people were trying to steal it. But uh-huh. it basically bounced around like the few people, like the ten people in the class that were playing the Steal the Prayer game. Were you one of them? Sure. <laughs> Did he ever punish you? Did he ever catch on to this? No, he sometimes he would realize because people would be laughing so hard and he'd have <laughs> no idea why. And he would freak out and like, You're all in trouble and <laughs> but he couldn't figure out what was going on. So by the end of the, of the year, it was so out of control. People were stealing the prayer and saying a prayer, but that by that point was mostly made up of beta. <laughs> <laughs> and we'd all just be crying, laughing. It would be... The funniest thing, it, uh, it, I don't know if it translates, but it was one of the funniest things of my life. This class. Uh,
1: Did he ever catch on with the beta thing? No,
2: he just knew. Su- he would, he would catch on that something was going on.
1: That's he, and he couldn't figure out that you guys, someone was saying beta in the middle of every sentence. Nope. That's mm-hmm. so insane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was super
2: insane, and I'm telling you. By the end of the year, people were basically just sitting in class saying beta. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was the best. What was
2: the class? Um, I think it was an English class. I think it was English. <clears throat> I don't even remember. I just remember that. It was so
1: fun <laughs> because we'd just be screwing around. I have a friend who went to Catholic school and he was, uh, picked out by, uh, the teacher who was a lay teacher, but had been a former priest who, uh, who, uh, pegged him as the homosexual. Okay. He was able to peg all of the homosexuals. Was he right? Oh yeah. Because he had sex with them all.
2: Oh, did he?
1: Yeah. Oh, that's, he had a a crew. He had a crew of about five of them. Mm Mm-hmm. And they were all gay and they'd all hang out at his place, at his place. And his wife was a former nun who was a lesbian. Okay. And he would have sex with the teenage boys who were all, and they were all gay. Mm-hmm. But he would, uh, he knew them. He could pick them out. Yeah. And then just invite him over and show him porn and have sex with them.
2: Well, you know, so many things when you're older, you look back. And you realize aren't as mysterious as you thought they were. So maybe it's not that hard, right? Like, you know, as like a teenager, you'd go out and drink beer or smoke cigarettes. And then you'd have a piece of gum and walk in the home. Mm -hmm. And you were convinced that covered everything. Right. I'm sure it didn't. Right. Right? Maybe it's the same type of thing. With a gay person? Yeah. Did they ever try chewing gum?
1: Yeah, I'd never worked for him. Well, well, everyone knew he was gay. Should have chewed gum. (laughs) He didn't have enough pieces of gum. I had an interesting experience in a Catholic church once. Okay. When I was a Cub Scout in St. Thomas, we used to have our meetings in the basement of this Catholic church. Mm -hmm. And uh, one day, it must've been around Easter. It must've been some holiday. The scout later says, we're all going to mass. Yeah. And I said, I don't know if I should do this. I'm Jewish. And he said, we're all going to mass. And I said, okay. I had never been to mass. I think I was like seven, eight years old, maybe nine years old. We go up to mass and they start doing the host. Uh Uh-huh. Right is that what they call it when they put the cracker the in your sure, mouth the hostia or yeah, whatever wine sure huh sure and the host is just the the scout thi- leader. what it, the thing's called what the the host is just what the wafer is called oh so what's it called when you take the sacrament eucharism oh that's the eucharism yeah so then the next thing i know is the scout leader is telling everyone to get up to take the host yeah and i say should I do this? I'm Jewish. And he smacks me in the back of the head Uh and makes me get online (laughs) to take the host. You shouldn't really do that, technically. Yeah, because I'm Jewish. And I'm now at this point thinking that I'm going to eat this cracker and I'm going to burst into flames. Yeah, you shouldn't have communion unless you've had your first communion. Well, you know, so it's probably not a good idea if you're Jewish. Well, I, that's not even the important part, right? I've I've never had a communion You've though. You've Never had the initiation ritual, <clears throat> right? I've never been. It's like you know, I never got smacked in the ass with the paddle. Mm-hmm. I never stood on the wall with the brick tied to my penis. What? That's like a a, a frat thing. Oh,
2: <laughs> yeah. That it was. You, you get you get hazed into into communion.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. I've never been forced to drink to the point that I almost died. Yeah. Which I think is a classic Catholic ritual. (laughs) Yeah. So, but I'm a kid and a kind of sensitive kid. And I'm like terrified that I am going, something horrible is going to happen to me. Uh Uh-huh. Because I eat this dry ass cracker and drink a little bit of grape juice. explains a lot. And I got up to the front and I was given the dry ass cracker Mm -hmm. and like I got on my knees and the guy put it in my mouth and I held it in my mouth and I didn't swallow it because I was afraid something terrible was going to happen to me. And then finally it just dissolved in my mouth and I left the church and I was spitting it out, trying to spit out what was left in my mouth. And for like three weeks... I swore something bad was going to happen to me. Okay. I was terrified I would get stomach cramps. And it wasn't from the bad wine. And it wasn't from the dry-ass cracker itself. Mm -hmm. It was from the fact that I was forced to take whatever that is, the Eucharism. Or the the communion. Or the communion. And I was a Jew. (laughs) like matzah it was very much like matzah yeah but matzah we know to put butter on we we do things with it we don't just eat matzah
2: i I eat uh matzah crackers raw sometimes
1: why because it reminds you of the host
2: sometimes i'm just like i want to snack on something and i don't feel like putting anything on it
1: and we've got a big box of matzah crackers and you get on your knees naked Mm -hmm. and nan steps on your testicles yeah and makes you take the host, and yeah. she gives you an entire dry matzah, a sheet of matzah, and crams it in your mouth. Yeah. <clears throat> and that's your weird, sick Catholic fantasy. Well, it's a pandemic, you know. <laughs> You've got a lot else to do. <laughs> uh, well, that's a fitting story you told, Noel. Because as an alpha male Uh doing beta prayers, you know that it ties right into our subject today, which is?
2: Our subject today is prayer, how to get rich with it, how to beg God all the way to the top.
1: (laughs) Uh, That's literally what you're doing with prayer. That is a literal translation of what prayer is. Well, yeah. Yeah, Depending. you're begging God. Depending. On? What type of prayer you're doing. What kind of prayers are there?
2: Other ones. Like? Like, I'll tell you right now. How are you going <laughs> to get rich with them? I'm going to tell you, right? Uh, so, you know, there's a lot of people that are upset right now that you can't. Um, well, I don't even know. Can you now have church? You I think there have been some churches some degree, that have right?
1: been holding uh uh things outside. Uh-huh. You but could probably do it inside too to some degree. I think it depends on the state obviously, but you know, I, I you know, there were a lot of states that were still trying to uh ban it. If you listen to a lot of conservative pundits, the answer is no. Okay. That the the state is trying to suppress your right to, uh, to, uh, observe in any way that you'd like by not allowing churches to be open. Okay.
2: Well, part of the thing is about people getting together to prayer to pray is that the power of prayer when multiplied across these people, it makes a bigger, stronger prayer, right? Mm hmm. Lifts it up more. um, <coughs> And there's like a lot of different theories of different ways that people do this. There's uh, you know, sometimes people will try to pray all at the same time or something or do things like that, right? Um, and <clears> I was just thinking about different prayers, right? And you're right. There's a lot of prayers that are like, you know, whatever. Hey, universe, please just uh you know, get me that bike. <clears throat> Yep. Things like that. But there's a lot of prayers that aren't like that. There's a lot of prayers that are just like, "Hey, God or universe or goddess or whatever it is that you pray to, you're great." That type of thing, right? Are there? Yeah, there are. Okay. Um And you if you think about it, you know, the those are probably the bedrock ones, right? The, the, all the grovelly ones. Uh, if there is some sentient being up there, uh, it probably gets a little sick of the of the the groveling, uh, and appreciates a little more the hey, you're great. Because the other thing you got to know, if there isn't, if organized religion's right, and there is this, you know, sentient god up there uh who made all of mankind only so it could worship him uh the guy's got an ego
1: <laughs> yeah
2: right he absolutely does so he appreciates those prayers um but the, but the, uh, you know they they kind of get wasted right what what good do you get out of that not a whole lot so i was just you know thinking about all these ideas and i was thinking about farming um and different, you know, uh, other th- things we've talked about before, uh, the elections. A lot of people praying about those elections right now. That's true. Uh, on both sides. But those sides. are pretty grovelly pra- prayers. Uh, or they could just be for the, for the sake of mankind. I mean, that's still grovelly, right? You're still asking for something. Mm, I don't know. Um. And the one thing that unites all these things together, though, is someone figured out a way to capitalize on them, all right? And that's what we want to do. We want to capitalize. We're, we're not get holy qu- quick here. We're get rich quick. Right? Yeah, that's true. So what's the one thing all these have done is that they have made exchanges. Right? There's there's an election odds exchange. Uh, there's options exchanges. There's commodities exchanges for goods and farm <coughs> things. And if if you really wanna, you know, th- there's there's <coughs> pollution exchanges for companies, mm-hmm. uh, where they can trade their credits and pollutions and things like that. So if you really want to capitalize, I thought, why not make. In exchange, right? Why take all these "you're so great, God" prayers and just throw them away, and have all these grovelly p- prayers that are just like, "Ugh, someone else asking," right? Why not do what we did in the mortgage before the mortgage crisis, and probably still afterwards? Mm-hmm. Bundle these things together. Mm. Right. Oh, interesting. We're going to okay. make tranches of prayers, <laughs> and and you can bundle in if all you've got to to buy in with is your uh, your so great God prayers. Uh, really, what are you getting out of that? You're getting nothing, right? Uh, and then you've got someone else that's got your God, please give me a bike prayers, right? You you are. You know, the whole don't build your house on sand. You're building your house on sand. You're just as you're saying, please, 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 please. Oh, right. Gets old pretty quick. Right. You need better footing. You need these God, you're so great prayers behind you. So we're going to facilitate the bundling together of these. You're so great. God prayers Mm -hmm. in with the God, please give me my bike prayers. Mm hmm. Um, and that's really going to like a church. It's going to give the power of multitudes to these prayers. It's going to give the power, the power of, we're not just asking for something to these prayers, right? If you're, if you're the person with the, please give me my bike, you're, you're probably going to end up with that bike. If you're the, if you're the, please God, no, just God, you're so great prayer guy, Mm-hmm. You know what? We're going to end up for with to, a bike. No, you're not going to end up for a bike. But you know what? You would end up without this exchange <coughs> is nothing, and we're not going to. Th- there's no money changing hands here, but what there is, because we're we're just going to charge a transaction fee, mm-hmm. or Thanks. you, dear listener, uh-huh. are going to charge a transaction fee, right? You're not, you're not taking a piece of the pie. You're just a little something to help facilitate and a little something, a nickel, right? Uh-huh. And you're going to do, you're going to take a good old lesson from Josh and Noel and you're going to take 10% of those transaction fees and you're going to give them to the You're So Great God prayer people. So those people will start getting paid Oh, okay. for their prayers about time. Uh, the person who wants the bike or whatever, you know, once we really get corporations behind, once the exchange gets some footing, it's not going to be, hey, I need a bike. It's going to be, uh, you know, hey, God, um, I'm Dow Chemical, and I really want... Uh, the waste disposal laws in India changed so that I can just, you know, dump my factory into the river. Uh, It'll be things like that. Right. Mm -hmm. Big. Mm -hmm. Then we're talking a lot of transactions. Millions of, of prayers are needed to back that. Right. Right. Uh, and that's it really, you know, you're going to take, you're going to take, a nickel, a transaction. You can you can you can have options on these too, so you can have people betting against praying against the main <laughs> prayer. You're going to bundle these prayers together in tranches, just like the uh, mortgage crisis, uh, and we know how well that worked out. Uh, S- some people made a lot of money. Some people made a lot of money. That's r- exactly right uh and and we're all going to make a little bit of money but but whoever organizes these exchanges are going to make buku money uh and people are people are thirsty to have some community with their prayer right now they're alone in their apartments with their mask on mm-hmm. praying in a corner you want community
1: you go to the exchange do you find community there though really sure in what way? Prayer. <laughs> I love... <laughs> 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 yes. Yeah. It yeah, doesn't matter. There's a lot of money. A lot of money. No, of course. That's. I agree with you. There's a lot of money. I was just asking about the community part. Oh, yeah. Community. Com- oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Community. Sure. Sure. Well no, I was looking up some uh, uh incredible facts about prayer. And one thing I came across often and uh godtube.com <clears throat> sort of wrapped it up in a nice little bow. But it said God has all power at his disposal to answer our prayers if we will but believe. But it must be for his glory. And he must receive all credit. And you're talking about like if there's a sentient being up there who creates an entire world. Universe. Universe. That sole purpose really is to uh, exalt him. What an ego he must have. It's up there. It's up there, right? It's got to be up there. And so I looked up narcissistic personality disorder. <laughs> and according to Wikipedia, NPD is a disorder characterized by long term pattern of exaggerated feelings of self importance, an excessive craving for admiration, and struggles with empathy. People with NPD often spend much time daydreaming about achieving power and success or on their p- appearance. This is a pattern of obsessive thoughts and unstable sense of identity, often to cope with a subpar real life. Mm-hmm. And I thought, wow, that seems to describe God to a T. Mm-hmm. But it also describes someone else who's very powerful, and that's President Forty Five, yeah, Donald J. Trump, yeah. And I thought to myself. <clears throat> I've heard way too many stories of people praying to God to exalt him and to get something from him and never getting the payoff. You know what I mean? They exalt him, they're ready to give it all up to him, give him all the credit, but they don't get what it is that they're searching for. They don't get, you know, the bike, the car, the money, the wife the whatever, the thing that's going to make them uh, rich. And I'll even give the benefit of the doubt that there is a sentient being up there who's created an entire universe to exalt him. But that means that there's a lot of prayers for him to listen to and answer. And even if you tranche those pra- prayers that's still a lot for him to hear. And my guess is, is that yours just getting lost in the mix. So I thought, how about shooting a little lower? Maybe don't pray to God. Maybe pray to Donald Trump.
2: <laughs> he, he, would, right? he would appreciate that.
1: He would love that. People who exalt Donald Trump end up being recognized by Donald Trump, yeah, which ends up in money. So this is what you're going to do. You are going to pray to Donald Trump for everything you need. You're going to send it out on Twitter. You are going to send it out on uh, YouTube. You're going to send it out on any social media platform that he may be engaged with. Mm -hmm. You're going to, hang out outside the White House and pray directly to Donald Trump. You're going to hold up signs saying, I pray to you, Donald Trump. You're going to take tours of the White House and in the middle of the tour, drop to your knees and exalt the great and heavenly Donald J for Jesus Trump. And when you do, and he finds out about it, and he will find out about it, you will be brought into the fold and riches will fall upon you. Just like diamond and silk, the two conservative, uh, uh, black women who, uh, are super pro Trump and have been from the beginning. He brought them in and he ended up getting them, uh, uh, a bit, and. uh, uh a slot on uh, as regulars on Fox news for mm-hmm. a while. And now they're on the OAN America or yeah, what is that one America network? Um, <clears throat> just like, I don't know anyone who's in his cabinet as an example. So if you exalt to the high Lord Trump and you pray to him, asking him for everything that you want and need, you will eventually get it. And that means riches, riches beyond belief, or at least that's what you'll tell everyone. And that's my idea. Yeah, that's great. That's good. I like it. You know what? I've, I, I forgot
2: probably the most powerful part of my uh, idea. Oh, okay. It's non-denominational. So you're bundling well, of course, yeah. prayers from all religions. So you could have Catholic prayers bundled in with Jewish prayers, <laughs> bundled in with Muslim prayers, bundled in with... You know, just uh, sending out
1: good vibes to the universe. Do you think though that there might be people who would not then, because maybe think that that will uh, 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 water down their prayers? No. Really, you think so? You think people who are really devout Christians Mm -hmm. think that you know, uh, or worst case, they
2: think those do nothing.
1: What was that? Worst
2: case, they think those do nothing. But then, why would they pay you to bundle them? Uh, because you're getting—they're still getting all the ones that they think are good.
1: I don't know. I think you should give them an option. Well, okay, give them an option then. Sure. You know. Sure. I just think there are too many people who are sort they of like. They pay extra like, for that option then. You know, those hardcore Catholics—if you tell them that they're going to be bundled with Muslims, they're not going to be happy about that. Hmm. I'm just saying. Yeah. Okay th- th-
2: then there's the option then. But yeah. uh but ideally it's it's a free for all.
1: You can call it the coexist tranches.
2: Exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. You guys, if you want if you said that's a good idea Josh right there. You just you just you just cleaned up that whole scheme and made it into a thing. Uh I can't <laughs> wait to give you money. You don't have to. You can go to radiofreebrooklyn.com, go to the get rich quick with Josh and show page, hit the sponsor button, pledge an amount. Half the money goes to Josh and I. Half the money goes to Radio Free Brooklyn. You feel like a champ. If you're like some weird Satan worshiper, you can go to Radio Free Brooklyn. uh, And from that front main page, you can pledge an amount there. All that money would go to Radio Free Brooklyn. None would go to us. And you could put an evil message so we know that you're thinking evil thoughts about us. You also get a tax break because Radio Free Brooklyn's a 501c3 charitable organization, uh, and you get to feel pretty good about yourself for supporting the arts and community radio. Yada yada huda, good for <laughs> you. Uh, if you want to support us in other ways, you can download the app iOS or Android. Uh, you can listen to the station live, get access to all the archives of all the shows. Uh, you can uh, go to Amazon Smile. Put in Radio Free Brooklyn as your charitable organization and you spend nothing extra, but as you buy things on Amazon, a little tiny sliver of a half of a penny falls off and goes to us. Uh, And enough people do it. Just like our prayer tranches, it adds up. As thanks, we offer you this. Other scheme you to get other rich with. Mr. Josh, please take it away.
0: The Get Rich Quick Tip of the Week brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. Money is energy. Money is energy. Money is energy. That's why they call it currency. Mm. That's all it is. It's Energy. So when you realize, Deep Divers, we are currency ourselves. We are energy. Once again, we are the original money. We are the original resources. We are more valuable than paper money. So when you see money as energy, how does energy work? How does the dynamics of energy work? saving spending saving spending incoming outgoing so to manifest more money learn how to save at the same time learn how to spend
2: What'd you think of that? Wow, that was that was pretty special, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> you know that is a- actually why uh, Black Current Jam is widely considered the most powerful <laughs> jam, and current affairs, the most powerful affairs.
1: Uh huh. <laughs> well, I like that he equated currency. Yeah with current yes and they are not related words at all says you it's true i was just proven different yes
2: yes clearly mhm wow Is that guy got a whole bunch of things or was that a one off
1: uh i have to go through his whole list we've we've used him before oh really he does a lot of, he does, he has a very broad world that he, uh, speaks on. Okay. There's a lot of relationship stuff, a lot of, uh, uh, there's a lot of stuff currently about COVID and mm-hmm. the end of the world Ooh. New beginning on its way. Okay. But it's not necessarily, uh, you know, manageable into a tip of the week. Okay. Is
2: this the thing that you weren't sure if you had played before? Yes. I can categorically say no. I would have remembered that.
1: that. Okay,
2: that's good. That's brand new, fresh okay, off the presses.
1: Ah, <laughs> good. Yeah, that's a good one a little,
2: though. A maniac. Um, you guys, you know who's not maniacs? Us. So you should listen to us and our ideas. Um, prayer. Are you going to get rich with it, right? Uh, you know, I. I my schedule's been a little tight lately. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. Right. Uh, between working, between baby, and really, that's about it. <laughs> I joined the I joined the co op board. Oh, you did. That's official. That's official. I had the first co op board morning uh, meeting this week.
1: How'd it go? It was fine. Good. Yeah. Do you feel like a powerful member of uh, the co? Like, do you feel like just you have a real around say around in people? No. No.
2: it's it's really just so more I can have a say and Mm -hmm. you know quite honestly there's things that we want done that I wasn't getting uh the response I felt I deserved from the management company Mm -hmm. and I wanted to I I initially was driven by who hires these people (laughs) (laughs) oh the board okay I want to be a part of whether or not we keep them Mm -hmm. um and 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 maybe it will work out more that, oh, Noel's on the board. Let's uh, let him do the things that he's trying to get done. Because cause they're things you're supposed to be able to do in your apartment.
1: This kid needs a bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> he does. You're going to need, a what you really need coming up is a bedroom for your mother-in-law. <laughs> We we just need another room. Um, so uh, so
2: anyway, um, yeah, uh, I was telling Josh before, you know. So already, time's tight, and then uh, because of working from home, Nigel's around. You know, sometimes Nan just needs a break and things like that. Sometimes she needs a hand with stuff. Um, sometimes she need has a doctor's appointment or stuff like that. So basically I've started skipping lunch. Well, not skipping lunch. I'll eat, but I'll work through lunch, uh, at the desk and not stop. Whereas before I used to, uh, do all my research <laughs> during that, that time. <laughs> uh, so, so, uh, now I'm not doing that. So I have extra time. Uh, I, so I don't have to feel bad or feel like I need to work late when, uh, when when I get pulled away from the computer to help out with Nigel, uh, and then she's also partly going back to work, so as soon as I finish work, I basically have been trying to get Nigel in, in his stroller and go for a walk, right? Get get uh, let her be here without distractions, so she can get some stuff done. So today. Finished work, packed up Nigel, put him in the stroller, went outside, started walking down the street, and I'm just thinking, I don't have a clue what I'm going to do for a scheme tonight. <coughs> and I'm th- I'm thinking prayer, prayer, and I'm basically praying for a
1: sign, praying for for a scheme to come so this to is me literally about two hours before we were gonna record.
2: Yeah, yeah. I I am walking down the street praying for the universe to give me a scheme. Mm-hmm. And what do I see coming down the street? A mitzvah truck. No. I see a guy riding a city bike and masturbating. No, he was not. He was riding a city bike and masturbating while he rode down the street. No, he was not. He was. <laughs> he was. No, he was not. He was riding You're making this up. a city bike down the street while masturbating. You are making this up. Josh, I am not. <laughs> I am not. And the powers of the universe are offended that you are throwing this sign in their face okay and i thought that's a sign right and i thought all the power to that guy at least he's riding the bike i don't know you know uh and not like creeping someone in a corner or something no he can creep the entire city (laughs) he's creeping the entire city um but you know he's moving And it, and he is moving. And since I was already trying to think about prayer, it reminded me of I had a class when I was in college, which I've mentioned before. Um, and it was a myth and simples class. And, uh, the professor is way into his myths and about how myths are common human experience in our DNA. And so. They express part of you like a prayer when you uh, hear them, when you say them. And so he was involved in um, a little something that he did where they would translate the myths into dance and dance the myths. And because of that, it would give his whole body... Because these myths are in your DNA, and when you dance mm-hmm. them, you move through them, which acknowledges it in another whole way, he thought. And oh, he's a freak, would make it more fulfilled throughout your body. <clears throat> and did he make you guys do this in class? No, he didn't. But I, I
1: <clears throat>
2: gave him one that I thought was great. He still uh-huh. gave me a B in the class, but he, he got real jazzed when I told him this one. So the I Ching, you know, the I Ching right Mm-mm. uh chinese philosophy uh semi fortune telling type thing right where you cast stones or or coins actually or whatever it is uh there's different ways of doing it and it it leads you to these while you think about an issue and then it it gives you uh little snippets of a book of philosophy of not this is your fortune but more like this is how you should look at things right so uh i had found out that tai chi is actually all the moves are the i ching moves
0: all oh, the really?
2: i ching things so i told him if you went you could cast your i ching and then dance the tai chi of that i ching and you are living the philosophy of what you should be doing through your body and he,
1: he got jazzed. Uh-huh. Then uh, he jumped on a bike and jerked off the entire way <laughs> he home. He rode off
2: on a bike jerking off.
1: <laughs> Anyone who says
2: New York's dead, there was a dude riding a city bike down the street jerking off today. Yeah. New York's back. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Never went away, my friend. Yeah. That's
2: really what I get from it. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, um, uh, so w- basically... Uh, you're going to do the same thing with prayer, right? Uh, wh- what better way to fully express this prayer than with your whole body, with your whole being, right? You're going you're gonna to make moves for the different parts of the prayer to work through, almost like a hula dance is, <clears throat> you know, translates into uh, text almost. Uh, you're going to do that with prayers. And you are going to have classes where you teach this, and then you do a good old, you know, going through the prayers, doing them faster. You can do it to music. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can you can have hot prayer sessions uh, like where yoga, like yeah, where it's it's warm, it's hot, you're sweating. Uh, <coughs> you you can do like this class today. We're gonna everyone get psyched up because we're doing the whole rosary, right? And everyone's like ah, going through doing the doing it they're going to be fit their temples are going to be clean mm-hmm. uh and you know they're going to be living these prayers with their bodies and people are going to line up pay pay a lot of money there's a lot of people getting pudgy on the couch right now uh True. you're going to help them shed these
1: pounds through prayer that's it so it's going to be a pa- a prayer Pounds away from by prayer. Yeah. Pound the away. Weight loss program is what you're talking Pound about. Pound away the prayers. Pound away the prayers. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the guy was doing on the bike. Yeah. He was like, I'm not getting enough of an upper body workout by riding a bike everywhere. Uh-huh. How am I going to work my arms out? Yeah. I can't even imagine. You know what was the funny thing about it is so he was beyond l- the fact that there was a guy jerking off while riding <laughs> well, a bicycle. No, the,
2: but this p- next part you're gonna you're gonna appreciate.
1: He was sort of hunched over and
2: turned to one side, all weird, like he was trying to hide it. <laughs> it's like, dude, if you want really want to hide it. Don't be doing it in the middle of the street. <laughs> I blame it on porn. Maybe. Or, you know, maybe like meth or something like that. I don't know, man. Or I have seen could've so been, many people watching.
1: Wait, what was that? Insanity. Yeah, I'm sure all of those things. But I just think about how many people prior to COVID when I was taking public transportation, uh-huh. how many people I've seen watching porn on their iPads, on their phones. I have seen that, but I have I don't think I've seen it to the extent that some people claim they have. I've seen it I've seen it at least 10 times. Okay. So I feel like if I've seen it 10 times, Maybe it's going I've seen on Maybe it's 10. I don't know. Substantially more than that. Yeah. I figure at least on every car at some point and every bus at some point someone is watching porn. Yeah. You know what would really make them stop?
2: Not saying, hey, you pervert, stop, because that might be why they're doing it, to get yelled at.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: What might make them stop is if you're trying to look over the shoulder and you're jerking off.
1: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what, would, what do you think someone would do if someone pulls out their dick and starts beating off uh-huh. in public, and you just go, oh, yeah, it's on? <laughs> and you just pull yours out and and like everyone just like oh absolutely yeah excellent circle jerk yeah i i would think it would make them either like be like yes finally Uh uh-huh or slink away like i think that's not what they want these people that
2: are doing this in public i think they're doing it uh to shock
1: and to um be shamed a friend of ours just had her, she's been living in New York now for, I'm going to say 17, 18 years. Uh-huh. And she f- had her first uh, dick on in public experience just like a couple weeks ago. And she was here 15 years? Yeah. Oh. But it was kind of really bad because she was, she was sitting down on a bench in the subway station. Uh-huh and some dude is is a little bit ways, and he sees her fudging around sees him fudging around with his pants and she's yeah. wanna, she's like oh i don't know i don't want to look and she goes back to her book and the next thing she knows he sits down next to her and just pulls it out and she said it was like a baby's arm but then she jumped up and said oh fuck no and walked away from him mhm um, but I was surprised that after 15 years, that was my takeaway from it uh-huh. was that after 15 years, this was the first time that had happened to her. Yeah. But you know, I, I would have been kind of scared if I was like the only sure. person and they came and sat down right next yeah. to me. But I just, feel, I was just thinking about how hard it must be to jerk off on a bicycle.
2: Well, so he wasn't doing it wean out. He had hands down pants. Oh. So maybe he was
1: just adjusting himself. No, 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 no. No, 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 no.
2: <laughs> so that's even harder to do. It, it there was this was th- he may have been one of the recently unemployed Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> 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 uh,
1: <laughs> that's funny. I have a friend who's a recently unemployed Cirque du Soleil. Oh boy. Well, he's recently unemployed Blue Man Group, but Blue Man Group was bought by Cirque du Soleil. Oh really? I didn't know that. Yeah, a little while ago. Okay. Anyway. So you have a city bike thing? He does, as a matter of fact. Was it a blonde guy, tall blonde guy? No, not at all. Oh. It was a guy who looked like he's been smoking meth
2: and saw an unlocked city bike and grabbed it.
1: Oh, okay. Because that was my thing. Is like, you know, if you get a city bike, you got to have a credit card. So you can't be too much of a meth head.
2: Yeah. He looks but like he saw you one. You think he grabbed the city
1: bike and 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 took off? Yeah. Maybe the jazz of the exci- the sheer adrenaline rush of stealing an 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 unwatched city bike <laughs> was enough to do it. David got him all hot and bothered, Maybe. and he had to just tug one out. <laughs> Maybe that's his problem. During every heist, he does that. <laughs> he tried bank robbing for a while, yep. but he'd like get the money, and then you'd have to stop and jerk off in the middle of the bank, and you'd get busted all the time.
2: Yep, the cops coming in, they're like, is there any evidence? And they're like, oh, there's gallons of evidence.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, no. Well, that's beautiful, Noel. Yeah, That's a beautiful story. I don't remember what your money-making plot was. All I remember is that you saw a guy jerking (laughs) off on a city bike today. Yeah. Anyway, Noel. So I was looking up uh uh <clears throat> inspiring true stories of prayer working. Okay. And I found one. It's not hard to find, there's lots of them, but this one really struck me as an example of prayer working. And this was a woman named Vicki Bowman. Uh had been writing to and praying for and with an inmate in a Georgia prison mm-hmm. um, because she cared about prisoner. As she said, everyone knows they're out there, but nobody wants to deal with them. Um, But she was the opposite. She felt if there was anyone who needed God in their life and to be prayed for, it's a prisoner in the penal system. Sure. Um, So she'd been writing this inmate for several months, and during that period of time, she and her husband signed up to do a church mission trip to Peru. Now, when they signed up for this, she had just been laid off from her job. Uh, her husband was only working part-time. They had a house payment, car payment, all their bills today. But she was like, I got to go on this mission trip. I got to do it. It's my calling. So she was like, I'll do anything I need to do to get this money. I'll collect aluminum cams. It doesn't matter. But she told everyone, do me a favor, pray for me. Uh Uh-huh. And she wrote her inmate pen pal and said, "I need you to pray for me, and I need other inmates to pray for me." So then, suddenly one day, about a week or two later, she gets a letter from an inmate from the same prison that her friend, that the inmate she was praying with, was in. Uh, but she had never spoken to this guy, and he wrote, "I'd like to sponsor you to go to Peru." She was like, "You're an inmate. How you're a prisoner. How am I gonna? How are you gonna sponsor me?" To uh, go to Peru, mm-hmm. and he replied that his mother had died, leaving him some money, and he wanted to do something good with it. And in his mind, that was furthering the kingdom of God. Okay. Um, and it turned out that he actually this actually happened, and he ended up sponsoring her trip to Peru. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, well, if there's one dude in prison who's got someone in their life that passes away, that leaves them some money. There's got to be hundreds, if not thousands of people in prison Mm -hmm. that while they themselves may not be rich, someone in their life may be, and they've got no one else to leave the money to. So this is what you're going to do. You're going to start pen paling prisoners across the board. Okay. You're going to find out which of them have family that Mm -hmm. still communicate with them, what their financial, what their class situation is, you know, what their family's background is like. And the ones that are coming from some money, you're going to befriend and pray with. You are going to get them in touch with God and in touch with you, and they're going to be so happy with you that when their parents die and they're stuck in prison and they've got all this money coming in. They're going to want to do some good works with it and send it to you, just like this guy did for Vicki. Mm-hmm. You know how she prayed that paid this guy back? Mm-mm. She continues to pray for him. Oh, good. That's um, good. And that's what you're going to do. You're going to continually pray. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. That's good. Hey, you know what, guys? If
2: you want to get in touch with Josh and I, uh, you can. You can get us on Twitter at GRQJoshKnoll.
1: You can email us at, at grqwithjoshandnoel at gmail.com. Is on Facebook at Facebook slash
2: grqjoshnoel. You can go on iTunes or anywhere you can get a podcast nowadays. Download, subscribe, rate, review. Please do. If you only listen to us in podcast form, tune in. Radio Free Brooklyn, Saturday night, 8 o'clock. Get the Schemes 5 days for anyone else. Get their early Listen to art star scene. Stick around afterwards. Listen to The Circuit. You guys, uh... You got a a lot of options here, right? (laughs) We're so we have so much faith in our ideas. We know they're going to get you rich. How do you know that they're going to get you as rich as we do? It's because Josh scours the internet of rules of getting rich quick, to which we judge our schemes by. Where do we come from? Let's. We have time for one.
1: Today is how to hustle. Ten habits of highly successful hustlers, Um, and we're gonna do one. Deconstruct and reverse engineer Deconstruct, reverse and
2: engineer Turn it into movement And you got an exercise class Slash prayer You're putting out good energy And that's a good thing There it is guys We're
1: definitely getting rich So once again for Josh And Noel, don't spend all that knowledge in one place (laughs)
0: Game again, everybody's gonna lose, and I'm gonna win, gonna get rich with this is my lucky day. So stick around, baby, and everything will be okay. What I had when i went to the track had 20 grand when i came back gonna get rich quick this is my lucky day so stick around baby and everything will be
1: okay